Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Ari, here. This is Christina Williams. It's Dawn Staley. I'm Miles Ehrlich. It's your girl, Jasmine Baker, here. And you're listening to About That. About That. About That. About that. So you know you got to stay locked into About That with your boy, B. Terrell. Deuces. What up? Happy Friday, everybody. This is your boy. Your boy. Your nephew. If you know Kurt Franklin, that's what I was doing. Anyway, <laughs> I'm your host, B. Terrell, and you have tuned into another episode of About That. And I'm so excited that you decided to tune in from wherever you are, whether it be wherever you are. I am I'm excited that you decided to uh, listen today. And so, um, yeah, the regular season is officially done. As you all may be aware, if you're listening to this, you're more than likely probably a WNBA fan. If not, and you're still listening to this, I appreciate you as well. But yeah, the regular season is done. A new season is upon us. They are fighting for something. They are fighting to hoist that trophy that does not have a name yet. So that silver WNBA trophy, they are fighting. All of those teams are trying to hoist one of those. And, um... Yeah, so I'm excited. I'm also sad at the same time because cue the violin music. Was that graduation music? <laughs> Wait. Anyway, I was trying to do some sad violin music, but um, my Atlanta dream did not make the playoffs. We came so, so close, but they did not make the playoffs. <sighs> Shouts out to them. It was an amazing season for them. Uh, I remember talking about this a while ago um, when Tanisha got hired and doing free agency. People were saying that, oh, you know, no one's going to want to play in Atlanta because, you know, the culture is just horrible. And I'm like, look, Tanisha ain't playing that. Tanisha is a, non, a no-nonsense type of a coach, and I guarantee you she can correct that culture for lack of better words, in a season. And it and she definitely has. The Dream um, won more games than they have won the previous two seasons. Um, they were just so close to making the playoffs. They have an all-star in, 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 an all-star and all-star caliber players. You know, obviously, Ryan Howard, uh, Cheyenne had a good season for them. Um, AD, you know, was able to come in and contribute. Um, the future, I feel, looks bright for Atlanta. They're going to have some decisions to definitely make. Um, free agency, I feel like, will be at Atlanta. And I know people hate this. Hotlanta will definitely be, I feel, like a preferred destination because they see the foundation. And so the dream are headed back to the lottery. Hopefully they can get Aaliyah Boston. Boy, if they get Aaliyah Boston, it's a wrap. Mm. Woo! Anyway... But shouts out to the dream. Y'all had a good year. 
A lot of people doubted y'all, but I never doubted y'all. You know, I was probably just a little bit off with my finals prediction, but it, it happens. And um, unfortunately, the Minnesota Lynx did not make the final. I mean, did not make the playoffs. So that means we are officially moving on to a W without Sylvia Fowles. Like she's been probably the most dominant center, multiple time defensive player of the year. She's an MVP, two time WNBA champion, Olympic gold medalist, finals MVP, first team all in WNBA. Like uh, she's just, Sweet Seal was just that good. And the Lynx are also headed to the lottery, um, a place that they haven't been in quite some time. And so, yeah, shout out to Seal for a heck of a great career. Appreciate all of your contributions to basketball on and off the court and just at, and to society as 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 a human being. Um, can't wait to see what you do in your next chapter. I know you, you you know, in the, into mortuary, in mortuary school, mortuary sciences and stuff. That that scares me. But, you know, much success and love to you as you venture on. And as we shared that combo, if you're listening to this, as we had that combo doing All-Star, I can't wait to rock one of your knitted sweaters. So holla at your boy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that that's, you know, that's the sad news. But um, I guess we can go into into uh into the the, the rounds I, i'm still heartbroken because my atlanta dream were just still so close but um yeah the matchups are, the matchups are set uh you have the aces versus phoenix you have chicago versus new york you have dallas versus connecticut and seattle versus washington and and the first I would say the majority, the majority of the first few games of the first, well, the majority of game ones of the playoffs were pretty exciting, except for Dallas and Connecticut. We thought that that one probably could have been an opportunity for Dallas to sneak in a win or probably even win the series. It ain't too late, but, um, but yeah, that one was just a beat down. Chicago took a game one loss to, to the Liberty. That may have shocked some people. People thought that the experienced Chicago Sky, the defending champs, were going to win that one. Um, the Aces um, were able to beat uh, Phoenix. Phoenix has, you know, I want to say um, praying for Skyler. She uh, she has stepped away from the team, um, and they listed it as a, a, a suspension, a partial season suspension she's away from the team for personal reasons so love and light to Skylar and hope that whatever she's dealing with she comes out brighter on the other end and also want to send prayers to Shea Petty she suffered a lower leg injury there's been no specifics as of yet um there's a lot of speculation based off of how the injury happened but I'm that's not my ministry I'm not going to speculate on that and I, I would say this there was speculation on what the injury was based off of how it happened and how it looked but I, I'll leave that to the professionals. Def, Phoenix has definitely been hit with the injury bug, um, with departures, um, with, you know, they're playing with a limited roster. And they've, they've done that all season. And shouts out to them for them to be able to still make the playoffs. One, I feel like is crucial or it's a big part because of the play of Skylar Diggins to Skylar Diggins Smith to get them there to this point. Uh, for a good bit, she was an MVP candidate, and I think that had Phoenix finished with a higher record, probably within the top four, she would have been a legitimate, um, a legitimate uh, competition for the MVP award. She had an amazing season, and she deserves to be first team 
it. <laughs> don't play with the girl. Don't play with the girl. She did it all season. She ain't come on after the break. She did it all season. So yeah, um, shout out to the Mercury and praying of praying for Shea Petty, whatever it is that she's dealing with. Um, they haven't once again, as of the time of recording, they haven't released the specifics of her injury. But um, the Aces did beat um the Mercury, and so they have a chance in the next game to go ahead and and you know finish off that series we're gonna see if chicago can even the series and head back to new york or if new york gonna you know get the brooms out and sweep them dallas and connecticut lord jesus mm. it's a fire lord alicia had a good game um ty was solid there there was just a lot a lot to be desired um from the wings um in terms of production for that game hopefully they can you know get their bearings together and have a better game too. If not, the brooms are out and sweep them, send them home. Seattle and the Mystics was probably the game of this, of the postseason so far out of all game ones. I was definitely enjoying uh, the Mystics versus the storm. Most people, I picked the Mystics to win the series, but Seattle was able to, um, Seattle was able to pull it out. It was some, some, it was some questionable actions toward the final, the final um, few minutes and some costly turnovers from from the Mystics. And hey, Jewel Lloyd came on and and lit it up at the end, boy. She she was kind of ghost in the first half, but in that last quarter, in the final stretch, she did what needed to be done and um and raised um and propelled Seattle to a win. So, shout out to them. I still have uh, overall, I have Chicago advancing there i feel like they can beat new york i feel like um moving on to the next round will be chicago the aces after game one i don't know i'm gonna have to go with connecticut and then i still think um, the Mystics can pull it out and beat seattle we're gonna see so that's chicago aces connecticut and seattle uh, uh i mean and in the mystics um so yeah so i feel like they'll all be moving on to the second round um, the aces are without Dierica Hamby. We know uh, the Dallas wings are without Arike Gumawale. Satu returned to the lineup, um, after missing some games. So we'll see, cause the, the wings were coasting for the most part towards at the end of the season. We don't know if maybe Satu's return threw off the chemistry. I'm not sure, but Hey, Satu had some big points as well. And so, um, yeah, they, they just got to get themselves together. So that was game one. In other news surrounding the league, uh, Fred, um, I know Fred had mentioned that, you know, he was possibly interested. Fred Williams, um, who was at the time the interim head coach of the Sparks, had mentioned that he probably considered the idea of, you know, uh, remaining as head coach of the Sparks. But, yep, he went on back to Auburn. And so he'll be the associate coach down there with Johnny Harris um, for the Auburn women's basketball team down in Auburn, Alabama. And so the Sparks are conducting a national search for their next head coach, which I think should be Pokey Chapman. <laughs> and then um, they're also going to need a general manager. So um, I'm really interested to see who will be taking over for the Sparks in that role. Um, yeah, and... Um, the AP awards. Now the AP, the AP, um, they released their awards. You know, there's obviously the the MVP conversations or the Player of the Year conversation is always going to come down between Stewie and Asia. Stewie and Asia. For some, Stewie and Asia, Asian Stewie. Like who wins? Uh, there's a lot of conversation around that award. Obviously, the AP and their voters picked <laughs> uh, Brianna Stewart for Player of the Year. I mean, okay, cool, whatever. 
Um, but we all know, um, Asia, you know, there was so much talk. Oh, well, Stewie doesn't have as much help. She had to do a lot herself. Asia's playing with multiple all-stars and yada, yada, who Stewie is playing with it. There are a total of four number one picks on that Seattle storm team, all who contribute, um, in well, almost in double figures, everybody except for, for, um, Sue bird, but Sue is, Sue is looked at as some of y'all's goat. So, I mean, you mean to tell me she doesn't have help when she has, um, Jewel Lloyd, Tina, I almost call her Tina Turner, Tina Charles, Sue Bird, and got Olympians, and got a possible all-defensive player in Gabby Williams, and, and, and Ezzy Magbagor, like, she don't have help, girl, what? Okay, but Asia Wilson won pretty much all the head-to-head matchups, Held her own, beasted. Stewie got a little bit more points in terms of um, she got she scored a little bit more points. Um, uh, she has more assists, but Asia's defense this season she's improved her game from the three. It's a reliable three point shooter now. Asia led her team to the first overall seed. People say, "Oh well, Kelsey, she got Kelsey to score all those points. Jewel be scoring too. Tina be scoring as well." You got Izzy dabbing in the paint, blocking up shots and hemming them up. Like, so come on, like any other time is all it was always been the, the the best player on the number one seed. But Seattle finished number four, and they're gonna call Stewie the the the, the MVP. I've I it's been a while since an MVP has come from a team outside of the top two, maybe even the top three. But as always, when it's Asia. There's always some sort of competition or there's always the, the goalposts are moving. Asia's impact to the aces is unmeasurable. Like, I think that's the right word to use. Like the girl is just that girl and not, not a knock on Stewie at all because I'm a fan of Stewie. I would love her to be on my team any day. Like Stewie can flat out go. Stewie and Asia are both those girls. But the MVP this season, the ace, the aces started off hot, went through a t- terrible slump a terrible slump like they had lost consecutive games like what maybe three four games i don't know they were they they stunk they lost the erica hamby and uh raquana uh chelsea missed some games raquana missed a good portion of the beginning of the season jackie missed some games with injury like uh the girls were in a mess and now you you got hamby out and asia and co were able, but mainly Asia, because of her impact and her leadership to that team, not to discredit anyone else on the team because Chelsea Gray is phenomenal, Kelsey Plum, Jackie Jackie Young. Asia was able to get that shit together and be like, yo, let's come on. And she led her team to a number one seed. Head-to-head matchups, won the Commissioner's Cup. They beat the Seattle Storm. They beat the Chicago Sky. They beat Connecticut. The only team I think they um that they lost all their games to was probably the Mystics, but hey, that's neither here nor there. But still... They she did she helped them do what needed to be done as the number one overall seed and so you mean to tell me oh but MVP go come to the fourth place team nah bro that don't it don't work like that and people say oh well the NBA sometimes they come from the sixth and seventh team. look how many teams the NBA got you're comparing a league of what 30, 32 teams to a league of twelve teams so yes the uh, 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 MVP coming from a sixth seventh whatever seed is an equivalent to hell. And the NBA is about damn near the 12th team in the WNBA. So you don't use that as your measuring stick because an, an MVP in the NBA can come from a 
close to double digit um seed um seeded team versus uh one in the the w no don't do that so i'm going to end it there asia is the mvp but that ain't my conversation that's not why i'm mad i'm upset with the ap voters because on the all rookie team and this is no shade to sam at all they named sam thomas as the all rook on the all rookie team like yes sam thomas let me pull up these stats i got the stats right here and then the, uh, they had obviously um obviously they had ryan howard who i'm gonna get into the awards um a little later obviously they got um uh, ryan howard they have nalissa smith they have um they have what's her name oh lord Lord, I'm going blank. I'm going blank, and I got the words right here in front of me. I'm just start over, okay? Because <laughs> I I want to read. I want I want there to be some fluidity to this as I read it. So it's Ryan Howard, Shakira Austin, Rebecca Gardner, Melissa Smith. Boom! You think you know whose name is coming next? Not on my watch. The AP said Sam Thomas. Now, no shade once again to Sam, but how? Does someone who's averaging not a whole point, but 0.4 points, 0.2 rebounds, 0.3 assists, and 0.3 steals in just 4.9 minutes per game for a team that just barely made it into the playoffs? How? When you have people, when you have the likes of Queen Egbo, Christy Wallace, Nas Hillman, Destiny Henderson, Lexi Hall, who had far better years. Not saying they had the best years, but far better years than Sam Thomas making all rookie teams for the AP. Now, I know people say, oh, well, the AP's award don't matter. It, but still, because as, as some people have already said, at the end of their careers, when y'all want to rattle off all of these accolades, these AP awards are included in the list of those WNBA awards because y'all going to give them all kind of things. Oh, this person was WNBA this, AP this, AP that, Honda this, uh, Times Warner this, Comcast that. Like, y'all going to use that to pair these stats. So, yes, they do matter. All Oh, I'm about to say all awards matter. But these awards do matter when thinking about resumes. And... It's just unfair. I don't know if this was an oversight. If this, if only four people, if people only decided to vote for four players because they couldn't decide the fifth, even if still that ain't your job, your job is to still vote. It could have been a mistake. I don't know. But somebody, there should have been some checks and balances somewhere. And like, now, wait a minute. Now, who? Say what? Now, who this is? Now, who? Now, look at this. Look, 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 look at this. Look at this. That somebody should have been doing something and be like, now, are you serious? Are you sure you want to submit this? You know, before you submit your payment on whatever your bills, for those of us who don't have everything set up on auto pay, before you submit that payment, it says, are you sure you want to make this payment? And you still go proceed? That's what should have happened with these voters. Like, that system, however, however they tally these votes or collected these votes, should have been like, wait a minute, bro, are you sure? Are you really sure? And then, hey, but we won't even know who did the vote. I don't think we're going to know who did the voting. Like, release the ballots. Release the ballots. Please stop the count or something because that is just a travesty. But anyway, shouts out and congrats to Sam Thomas. Um, You were an all-rookie team, girl. You had your career high, your six points. 
for the Mercury in that final stretch of game. So shouts out to you, not taking anything from you. However, comma. And I, but I love that they how they. <laughs> uh, if you saw Phoenix's, um, if you saw Phoenix's uh, social media post, I think it was on Twitter. Maybe they posted a video. I guess a presser and Diamond uh, one shouting out that Sky deserves to be first team. And th- that's another thing they got. Mm, mm. Sky is first team. I don't care what y'all say. Sky is first team. But uh, Diamond was basically saying, you know, how Sky deserves to be first team and, you know, supporting her teammate who was named to the all-rookie team. So I love that they're just taking it like, hey, they did it, so I'm going to enjoy it. Um, but, yeah, that, that's that's a mess. That is a mess. So, but, anyway, that's all that um, for the recap of uh, the first uh, games in, in, in round one. I'll be back. I'm going to have a listener letter, and I'm going to solidify my votes for the WNBA in the season awards. Why, why did I do that dramatic voice? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Anyway, I'll be back. Go get yourself a drink. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. All right, I'm back, and guess what? Guess what? I am going to read a letter. We just gotta let... Oh, wait. I don't know. Aunt Blues Was Blue's Clues problematic or the man on Blue's Clues? Anyway, I'm going to read this letter. <laughs> it says, hey, B, love what you do and your show, and definitely appreciate your sense of humor. Might also add an additional... Wait, might I also add an additional shout out to the committee? Y'all are really killing it, and I appreciate all that you do to help grow the game and create awareness on topics that may go left undiscussed. I don't have a long email, but I was curious on the recent tweets around activism and drama and rivalries. What's your thought on the W allowing these things to happen? For me, I enjoy it and think it builds suspense. It gets the people engaged and can also probably draw new fans, whether they're there for the drama or the basketball on the court. I remember back in the day during the Sparks and Shock Scuffle, I made sure I tuned in and followed the ge- Ooh, I made sure I tuned in the following mm, boy, I can't read today. I made sure I tuned in for the following games and times they played just to see what happened. Anyway, we'd love to hear what you think. Sending you greetings from Chuckalise <laughs> down in the valley. Laugh out loud, just kidding. Much love and support from Temp Arizona Temp Arizona. Is it Temp or Tempe? Um Send me the phonetics for the pronunciation of your city. I've always seen it, and I've always tried to not talk, I mean, call that name of that city, because I don't really don't know if it's Temp or Tempe. But anyway, P.S., sorry about your dream. Oh, 
<laughs> thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, thank you for writing in. I'm not going to say your name, as always, for anonymity. Anonymity. It, did did y'all see um y'all y'all saw Finding Nemo? I mean, they were like anonymity. Anyway, um, so yes, yeah, so I for one am engaged, or I I love the mess. I love the drama. I love the rivalries. I think rivalries are good for sport. Um, I think it creates an amazing atmosphere when you look at now, sometimes rivalries can go a little too far, um, when it comes to, you know, slurs and things like that, you know, I'm looking at you, um, certain, certain fan bases in certain towns, um, across different leagues. Um, but I think that rivalry is something that really gets it's provocative it gets the blood flowing i appreciate i remember i tweeted um a couple days ago i tweeted that i wish the w would do something like this when the the nba um released a a schedule of rivalry games there were games featuring the warriors versus uh the grizzlies featuring brothers Lamelo versus lonzo um those are only two games I remember, I guess. Um, but it's just, they, oh, oh boy, DeJounte versus Paolo. So what? The Magic versus the um, the Hawks. Like, and that that's based off of stuff that don't even have anything to do with the NBA. It's based off of, like, some pro-am, some summer league, not summer league, some pro-am type pickup basketball beef. But they are, they're, like, really, they're really, like, saying, yo, like, let's capitalize on that. And I enjoy that. And I think it's fun not for just for the players, for marketing, but for the fans as well. Because, like, imagine if the W would, like, embrace the idea of competition outside of it being just about role models. Like, talk about the beef. Talk about the scuffles that have happened with the Sky and the Aces. Like we know, especially when they had certain players there, those both of those players are now on different teams, or the major all of those players are now on different teams. But talking about um the trash talking that's happened, talk about, you know, maybe somebody getting bucked and running up on somebody. Don't shy away from it because it keeps I feel like once again it keeps people engaged. It makes it fun and it shows that they're they have that competitive edge. Also, it's not always supposed to be all um, um, bubbles and fairy tales and gumball machines. Like it's like they want to handle it, everything surrounding the W with white gloves. And it's like we don't want you to move and and have a hair out of place. We want you all to calm down and be a lady. And I just feel like that's that's offensive to the game. Like they the minute like boom, a couple weeks ago. People were all up in arms when NECA retaliated. I, I think it was maybe against Jess Shepard or someone. When she retaliated, like, somebody was like, like, yo, I'm tired of you rapping, um, you know, like, hitting me and elbow me and, like, following me like that. Like, yo, chill, relax. Whether NECA was in the wrong or what, it's, that's cool. But still, don't be like, oh, my God, it's NECA. What are you doing? Like, chill out. Like, if everyone always treats the W like it. And I could be in, I could be in the minority for this, but everyone treats the W like it, they're supposed to be Girl Scouts. Like, it's always about, oh, how they're role models. Yes, that is that is great that they're role models. They're, that's great that they're inspiring the younger generations. But those same um, fellas over there that's, you know, 
that's that scuffling on the court and stuff are still looked at as role models as well because they handle their business on the court and they also do things for their communities but the w is like it's all they're only allowed to be one dimensional and i hate that like i love that these players are able to be themselves and prime example i love that asia is her no matter what you she gonna give you She's going to give you a well thought out and articulated um, response to your questions in her interviews. But she also ain't, for lack of better words, afraid to turn up. She going to do her. She going to have the uh, the tongue out, the Megan tongue, do whatever on Instagram. She also understands how to handle business on the court as well. But she's not afraid to be her. For a long time, I know a lot of people were very PC on social because they wanted to protect their brands and stuff. But you notice Asia ain't hurting for not one coin. And like shouts out to people like Asia, um, Sid is able to do her. I love that you know Izzy's able to be her, do her, do her thing or whatever. Some people I feel like they're afraid to go against the grain and be themselves. Like the Aces are like my one of my favorite teams because all of them have amazing personalities and they're not afraid to show it. Like they're not trying to be these cookie cutter images of what you think a female athlete should be. And I hate that women are held to this standard that. There, there is a double standard. Allow these people to, um, uh, uh, the league needs to embrace the mess, embrace these people for who they are, and also embrace them for what they do while also embracing them for what they do off the court. All of those things can coexist. You don't just have to be a humanitarian and an inspiration. You can be a dog on the court and you, you don't have to get along because at the end of the day, whether that's your op, <laughs> that's your opponent. So like, like, stop trying to make these girls just all get along all the time or only talking about, you know, what they do in terms of charitable efforts and really start marketing the mess. When you market the mess, I'm telling you, people going to be like, oh, OK, like, what's this over here going on? Obviously not saying get away from what they do on the court, because at the end of the day, it is a professional sports league. But don't try to make it make them seem like villains or criminals just because they don't get along or because they, they play with a chip on their edge. And to the referees, stop giving a damn tech for everything. Stop telling these people to calm down. I've seen it up close because, you know, I go to uh, um, some games and I shoot. I hear often the refs are telling them, hey, cut down, um, play nice. play." Nah, ain't no play nice. And I especially see it in college. And there's a, there's a huge discrepancy in the types of teams and how they're officiated. I'm going to leave that there. No, I'm going to say it because a team like a South Carolina or, or who's another, who's another team? Like I'm going to say a South Carolina can be officiated a lot differently than a South Dakota state or South Dakota or Gonzaga. So you have teams that are on predominant, you have predominantly, boy, I messed that word up. You have teams that are majority African-American players compared or competing against a team that isn't the they're officiated a lot differently. They're penalized for being physical. So I'm going to leave that there. But um, yeah, the W embrace the mess. The fans want it. The players want it. Cause Candace already told y'all stop being nice and get real. And to the players stop getting mad all the time. When someone has, when fans engage and fans are talking about your game and talking about their favorite players or talking about what's happening on the court. You want these fans to support you, but you all are chastising them with every thought. 
I'm not calling any names, but come on, like, relax. The, all the comments about, oh, so many people without credentials got opinions. These are the fans who are supporting you. Hell or high water, they're still supporting you. Those are the fans. And at the end of the day, sports is entertainment. So, anyway, that's all on that. Thank you for the letter. Um, Got me hot. I'm sweating in here. Um, I'm about to wrap it up with my final picks for the uh, WNBA um, season awards. And... I need a gavel. MVP, Asia Wilson. Rookie of the year, unanimous. Ryan Howard, it better be unanimous. The all-rookie team, however, comma, is Ryan, Nalissa, Gardner, Queen, and Shakira. Now, the defensive player of the year, Asia Wilson. I'm a homer. Coach of the year, Becky Hammond. Sixth woman of the year, Brianna Jones. Most improved player, Jackie Young. That's that. Oh, an executive of the year. I'm going to give that to James Wade. I'm going to give that to James Wade for how he was able to get Meese there and how he was able to keep the majority of, well, keep the core intact. You know, uh, the Vanderquigs, Candace, Copper, and uh, Azaray. I know Logan going to love this. Azaray definitely, she, she going to be it. She going to be one of the girls. She going to be one of the girls. When she put it all together and hustle a little bit more, get a little bit more physical, she going she gonna to be one of the girls. Yes. And um, he was able to go and find a diamond in the rough for Rebecca Gardner. So that alone, James Wade is executive of the year. So shouts out to them. That's this episode. Make sure you go like, comment, subscribe, share, tell a friend to tell a friend. Follow me on IG at It's B Terrell, I-T-S-B-T-E-R-R-E-L-L. And follow the podcast also about that B-W, A-B-O-U-T-T-H-A-T. BW. The BW is for Blue Wire. Give them a follow too. Shout out to everybody. I have fun. Thank you for listening. Thank me for speaking. Until next time, peace out. Bye. It's your girl Mel, and you've been kicking it with B Terrell on About That. And um, I'm going to need you to pull up every single week. But before you do that, make sure you subscribe, like, rate, and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend because it's going down each and every week. See ya.